passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Bubba. Don't forget it's holiday season. And if you don't know what to get for a gift or a stocking stuffer, well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has all the tools to guarantee you that you win this year's stocking stuffer and or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they've served over 4 million men worldwide. That's like 8 million balls, if my math is correct. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code Bubba. You know, Manscaped's best-selling product should be at the top of every man's wish list for this Christmas, and that's the Performance Package 4.0. Inside of that bad boy performance package, you're going to get the lawnmower body trimmer. As a matter of fact, I shaved my chest and arms and my pubes today with it. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt, your body, and the weed whacker for your ears and your nose. You got to keep up on that or you're going to look old, buddy. And let's not forget their famous liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Keeping your balls fresh, fellas, is important. You never know when you're going to get some, I don't know, spur-of-the-moment action on those bad boys. Whether this is for your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, get them something that they're actually going to use and might get a laugh or two out of it as well. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code Bubba. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. All right, what's going on, everybody? This is episode three of Bolts Breakout. Um, I am Jesus, or Tyler, or whatever you want to call me by, and then I also have the other Tyler, or a.k.a. Johnny Smooth. How's it going, buddy? What's going on, guys? By the way, I got no audio in these headphones. No? Is it, is it plugged there in? There we go. There we go. Okay. All right, you good? Yep. Already perfect. So, you know, I was just telling you when you walked in here, I'm like, man, it feels like we just did one of these, but... It's been I a month. It's been like 30 days. So I'm yeah. like, okay, well, never mind. I thought we just did one, but it it goes by so quickly that, you know... It, it's been 30 days already, but what a game last night, and uh, I know you didn't get to catch it. Nope. I know you had to watch the uh, the replay on it, but uh, yep. thank you for letting us go. That yeah, was, of course. Uh, that was one of the best games I've been to in a while. Yeah, I'm glad someone was able to use the tickets. I just wish I could have uh, been there with you guys. I know. My, my voice is like, like it's not doing well, as you can tell. Um, I was screaming my head off last night, um, especially when... When our boy Perry scored with 16 seconds left to tie the game, that's right. I wasn't expecting that at all. I mean, Ace and I were telling each other, like, you know, I think we're done. You know, I don't think we're going to score, but that uh, that obviously was not true. And thanks to Corey Perry, who I did take a picture with last night during, well, right before warm ups. That's you know? what I was about to say. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll show the camera. It was uh, he had 
it had a stick and he was playing with it, but it said Anderson. So I'm like, well, you know, Josh Anderson plays for Montreal. So I'm like, well, you know, is he trying to give the stick to him or what? But I, you know, he wasn't playing. So I didn't know what he had a stick for that said Anderson. I don't know. But, maybe he stole it. There you're showing the camera. That was me and Corey Perry last night. Kind of hard to see. Oh, there you go. But so that was, uh, that was awesome. And Ace is, uh, she's on a vacation again. So she is not here, unfortunately. But a oh. never, a never ending vacation, it seems like. <laughs> we might as well name this shit the Tyler and Tyler show. She hasn't been on here yet. I know. I'm trying to get her to come on, but just, uh, timing keeps, <laughs> keeps not working out for us. But she'll be on here next time. I could promise you that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll guarantee you that. But, um, she, I told you this, she, she made a Ross Colton sign, you know, like something about rock, paper, scissors. And, you know, if you win, I get a puck or a stick or something like that. And, um, somebody else across the way on the other side of the ice during warmups had, had a, like a, you know, a Ross, can I get a, a puck sign up in there? And, and she was so pissed off because the guy, you know, Ross gave it to the other guy and not her. And she was so pissed, but, um, you know, I'm like, I told her to make a sign for me for a, a Perry stick or a, a puck or something. I'm like, man, that would have worked out so perfectly if he was if he was right there and we had the sign right there in his face. He would have done something for us, but that didn't work out, unfortunately. But he uh, ended up probably having the most important goal of the game. I mean, Pollock's goal doesn't even happen if Perry doesn't score that goal with 16 seconds left. Right, and it's nice to see Colton score too. He hasn't had the best. Uh... He hasn't had the season that I was anticipating him to have so far, so nice to see him get up on the board. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. He was uh, he came out firing last year. Um, you know, it, things happen. You know, you get into a little bit of a slump, but um, you know, he's his third goal of the year. Um, you know, he's he's not doing terrible, but I definitely expected more out of him. But uh, um, you know, did you have you ever been? I know you you showed us the top part of the Chase Club, but have you ever been away in the back in the back part of the upstairs club? Uh, way in the back. What do you mean? They're, like you go upstairs and you keep walking and walking and walking down and it, le- and it finally ends. Okay. They we, we 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 went up there last night during one of the intermissions. What was up there? The best macaroni and cheese I've ever had in my life. You know what? The last game I went to, uh, I did go back there and uh, it was it was pretty good. You had the macaroni. I did. It was. It great. was really damn good. I know you're not into sushi, but uh, their sushi's pretty uh, pretty good too. I know. I'm like, man, if only Tyler was here because I know he loves macaroni. Yeah, so absolutely. I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that you already experienced that, but it was damn good. It is. So, what are your thoughts on? We'll, we'll get to last night's game here to mo- here in a moment, but the uh, NHL just announced the uh, new CDC guidelines and all that stuff, and I'll I'll read it exactly to you. Okay. Um, it was like an hour ago they announced it. But what are your thoughts on this whole COVID situation? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's nice to see play has started back up, uh, somewhat at least, right? I know that they were saying that they were going to take a break until uh, until after Christmas, and yep. um, it's it's nice to see games going again. I, I did definitely didn't think that the league would take a permanent pause or cancel the season. They lost way too much money when they did that last time, uh, to the point to where they had to put sponsored ads on the helmets, which seems kind of silly to me. But there's there's no way they could do that. They you know they might like I said take a take a little bit of a break prior to Christmas. But they I didn't think they'd cancel the season. I didn't either. And I'm like, you know, I was texting you. I'm like, man, I hope they don't uh they don't cancel this like they did a couple of years ago because you know we love hockey and Absolutely. I don't know what we would do without it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the worst part, the worst time of the year is when there's no hockey and no football. I know. So uh, Elliot Friedman, who is a uh, a very, very knowledgeable reporter for the NHL. He mm. says that 
Negative tests and clearance from club physicians are also mandatory to exit isolation after five days. So it's kind of, you know, you're only have to be quarantined for five days if you're, you know, if you test positive or have symptoms or something like that. So at least it's not, you know, what was it, 10, 14 days like before or something like that? Yeah. So now we're down to five, which is that what's what the uh, NFL and the NBA agreed on. So mm-hmm. it's good to see the NHL following, following that path because, uh, you know, a lot of the players that, you know, are testing positive, you know, I've seen reports that a lot of them have, like, no symptoms, and it's, you know, it's just the test that reads positive, but they feel fine. Right. Which, you know, I I understand why they, you know, hold them out and stuff like that, but if they're feeling fine at this point, you know, I think you should just let them play. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. Because, you know, half the league is basically in, in COVID protocol, and we're, we're uh, you know, postponing games. Sure. And we're doing all this stuff that, you know— if if nobody has symptoms and nobody's feeling like crap, then, you know, what's the point of doing it? I don't know. I know that, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to branch off from hockey into this whole this whole COVID mess aside from the sport. But, uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say, oh, when this goes away, when that goes away, this shit's never going to go away. No, I, not I, this at all. Is, this is something that we're, you know, that that's here to stay. So, obviously, sports uh, is a part of that. So, we have to find a way to live with it um, in life and in sports. There you go, Jew Garabo Iwarts. That's that's exactly <laughs> right. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you. This this stuff's not going to go away. But um, did you see what Brad Marchand tweeted about yesterday about the Olympics? I did not. So he was, you know, obviously the NHL pulled out of the Olympics for COVID and all that. Right. Um, but you know the players they agreed to to go there in the beginning. So Marchand was was just ripping the NHL's ass because they pulled out, and he was here. Let me let me find the tweet exactly for you because. He was he was ripping NHL's ass yesterday on Twitter. Uh, I'd be pissed too. I mean, to be quite honest, I don't know how any player in the league could possibly not want to go and play in the Olympics, COVID or not. I mean, some guys only get one shot at you know playing for a gold medal, so it just makes absolutely no sense to me. I'd be pissed off as well if I wasn't getting that chance. Right, I agree with you. And his tweet was: the NHL and the NHLPA can change the rules to add CBA, to add taxi squads, so they. They don't miss any games and don't lose any money, which has already been agreed upon that the players will pay back the escrow until the owners are pay, are made the whole fan of what they have lost during the pandemic, regardless of how many games are missed. Yet they they can't do a taxi squad during the Olympics so they can honor the agreement the NHL made that the players can go. Please tell me that's not bullshit. And for all of you who want to pipe, who want to pipe back about forfeiting pay while being gone, yeah, no problem. Let's make the players have their own choice. Yeah, no, he hit the nail on the head there. Even though I don't really like the guy, I don't, I don't I mean, I don't know your opinion on him, but he's a, I kind of agree with him in a way, but I can also understand why the NHL did that because just right. for player safety. Um, oh no, Heather was, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, so I, uh, I kind of agree with what the NHL is doing in a way, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for player safety and all that, but sure. I'm also for you know, not being afraid of of this and everything going around because I don't right. you know the Omicron or whatever the hell you call it. It's uh you know it is not as deadly or and not as you know problematic as all the other ones. Well, they say it's supposed to just have like uh, what is it supposed to be like a like a flu, a, a cold. Yeah. yeah. So it, I mean I don't know, but anyways, we're on here for the COVID talk. Just wanted to touch up on it and get your opinion about it. But back to last night's game, we had a. Uh, Legance or Legace or however you have you call his last name. He, legacy, uh, I legacy. Yeah. yeah, he uh, he played okay. I didn't think it was 
a great game, but I don't think he was terrible. He did make a couple key saves during yep. that third period to uh, you know to kind of stop Montreal for a second. But they did tie it, which or actually they took the lead, which is of course Savard, somebody who used to play against us, yep. who didn't score a goal a goal for us, but of course he scores one against us. But um, that's good to see him score a goal, though. I mean, I I like Savard when he was here, and obviously having having that uh you know assist on the game winning goal cup by uh by Ross Colton. Yeah, I, Legacy picks up his first uh, Tampa Bay Lightning win last night, so congrats to him. Andre Vasilevsky and Brian Elliott weren't available, so, you know, he got the team to win. He played well enough to win. It was a great game. Yeah, and, you know, I know the, the Montreal doesn't have Carey Price either, but, uh, you know, I think if we had Vazzy, I don't think it would have even been a close game. I don't think so either, but what's going on with all these overtime games? The Lightning have played in 12 this season, which is the most in the league, and they've Played pretty damn well. I don't know how many uh, out of those twelve that they've won, but I got to imagine it's it's the majority of them. I would think at least nine or ten. Yeah, we've only we're twenty one six and four, so we've only lost four. So I mean, you know, we've somehow been doing pretty well. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of people were bitching about Palat's hit last night to an overtime before he scored the goal, but I yeah. didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and how about Braden Point though? He uh he comes back after missing fourteen games and has a three point night, picks up two goals and an assist, and I know. Uh, he came back in a big way. That that first goal with that with that toe drag was was nasty. Yep, that was filthy. And he's you know I know I heard him after the first period, and you know he did a little interview, and he's like, yeah, the cardio's not there, you know this and that. He's he's still rusty, but he didn't look like it for sure. Yeah, for a guy that's supposedly rusty, he had a hell of a night. I so, know. Welcome back, Braden Point. I know we definitely missed him for sure, and then you know I saw reports this week that Kucherov was back practicing, so um, you know it should be any week now before he's back going again. Which you which, would think so, and that'll yeah. that'll be big for the team. Exactly. You know, once we get all these guys out of COVID, like Sorelli and Belmar and Sergachev and you know Vazzy and, and Elliot, you know we'll uh, we'll be back to one hundred percent hopefully. So and John Cooper still isn't back beyond the bench that yet. Is right? True. Yep. Yep. He's uh, wasn't out there last game, and um, you know I. Who knows? I haven't heard how bad he is, but I don't think they're going to say that or anything. But he's, right. uh, you know, hopefully he'll be back for uh, tomorrow's night's game against Florida or even Friday's against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But um, so somebody that I, who I didn't really mind the last couple games, but last night was just absolutely horrendous. Was was Fortier? He uh, had that one just stupid turnover that gave the puck right to Savard on the blue line, and he just walked in and. It sniped the top corner against um, Legacy, and you know I I saw the Bolch Jolts guy on Twitter. He's like, man, he was he was doing okay, but that was probably the last game in a Lightning uniform for this year. I don't know if you saw that turnover or not. I, I did. It, it was it was it was, bad. it was it was bad. It was really bad. Um, and he had four minutes of penalties last night, and he, it just was not a good game for him. And uh, you know he scored that one goal. I think it was against Vegas or somebody last week or the week before, and he wasn't he wasn't that bad. He was playing okay, but last night was definitely a, a struggle for him. Was, I didn't you know you gotta you know get these young guys in there to get the experience, but uh, you know when they make stupid mistakes like that, I think that they should be be punished or or have a, a game taken away or something. But sure, um, you know hopefully we get these guys back in the lineup here soon. That way we can get a. Uh, all of our guys back and not have these these AHL guys back in here, but and they're um, starting to slowly come back too. So it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll be okay. Um, I mean, do you have any concerns? You know, thirty one thirty one games in the season yet? Honestly, not really. The Lightning have played 
quite a bit better than I was expecting, you know, between losing players due to COVID protocol, injury, what have you. The team's played great. Um, it's been an, I, it's been a surprise for me, for sure. I, I wasn't expecting them to play bad by any means, but they've definitely exceeded my expectations so far this season. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. They, uh, I know the first, you know, four or five games, we were like, oh, God, this is going to be a long year, but they uh, they stepped it up pretty quickly and turned things around, and now we're, we have the most points in the league, so you can't really complain about that. I see. Uh, yeah, so you see Ace in there. Yeah, Ross Colton can, can kick, kick rocks. rocks. Yep. <laughs> I told you she's pissed about that. Like, for real, she's mad at, she's mad at him. But, oh, well. <laughs> um, so... I think that, uh, do you think Brian Elliott could have done any better last night than uh, Lagasse? I mean, you would think yes, but uh, I'm kind of a Brian Elliott hater, so I might <laughs> not be the one to ask there. I know, that's why I asked you that question, Yeah, no, I figured I, not. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's played pretty bad this season, but he still managed to pick up a, you know, couple of wins. But uh, like I said, Legacy played fine given the circumstances last night. He, you know, he did his job. You know, I think that uh, the first goal was kind of on him, you know, because he was way out of position there when uh, Montreal scored that goal, and the guy had a wide-open net. But other than that, I can't really complain to what he did because he did. He had a lot of key saves in that third period to keep the game, you know, tied. But It's true. Obviously, Savard changed that. But uh, yep. have you seen, you know, when you walk out of the arena, have you seen the uh, little display case that has the Stadium Series jersey in it? Uh, I have not seen that yet. Um would I pass by that leaving the Chase Club? Uh, yes, it's when you go down like to the store and you exit out that way. They must have put that in since the last game I was at. Okay, because I I'll I, be seeing that on Friday, I'm sure. I know because I know you weren't that big of a fan on it. Yeah, on jersey. I, I think they're okay. I think they could have done so. I, honestly, I think you know. Obviously, we can say that you know we could do better, but I seriously think you and I could have created a better Stadium Series jersey. So I think if I, I think it would be okay if it didn't have that blue at the bottom. Yeah. Other than that, I can't. I mean, no, it's it's okay. But um, I saw it last night in that display case, and it it looked better in person than it did on the uh, on the pictures. I but. was just hoping that they would get, they would do something a little bit different. They've kind of used that diagonal bolts design. This would be the third time now they used it for the uh, the old blue jerseys and then the blacks that they brought in the the fourteen fifteen season. So I was hoping to see something a little bit different. But you know, they could be better. They could be worse. Oh, I agree. I mean, it could be way better. I wish they would have done like a storm like a Storm jersey or something like that. But, oh, that'd uh, be sick. I know. Uh, Ace said that Savard is a hell of a skater, and yes, he was. He was He was doing some crazy shit last night, and uh, I know that she was. he was watching him. He's like, man, you know, he's he's doing some crazy shit. So uh, yeah, I'm happy for Savard. He, uh, he got his cup with us, and he got paid. So, you yep. know, just like uh, Yanni and, and uh, Coleman and all these guys that have left and, you know, are, are – have a bigger and better opportunity with somebody else who can, you know, have better stats and make a name of themselves. So I'm happy to see, you know, somebody on our team go, uh, go have that opportunity. But, uh, so there's, uh, we play Florida tomorrow night and yeah, I'm, I am not a hell of a skater and no, <laughs> I'm sure you saw that video and that was bad. Um, but yeah, we play Florida tomorrow night and we have a back to back with the Rangers on Friday night. So, um, I'm kind of concerned because we never play well on a back-to-back, especially with our two goalies being out. I don't know how long they're going to be out, but I'm kind of concerned for these next two games. Should be a fun night, New Year's Eve game. I hope so, and uh, my guy, Goodrow, will be coming back. They'll, uh, I'm sure they'll do a little 
little memorial video for the like they did with Savard and Yanni last night. But uh, you know, good to see Goodrow coming back. Hopefully, uh, he deserves a, an ovation for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll put something up for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And uh, um, you know, what do you think about Stamkos? He's obviously had a great year. He should be in the Olympics, but you know. That uh that didn't happen, but Stamkos has had a hell of a start to the season. Yeah, he's had a great start to the season, and uh, you know I I think he's made a he's made a comment about um, not being able to go to the to the Olympics, didn't he? I I think he said something along the lines of you know maybe this could have possibly been his last shot to yeah, win gold. I think so too, because I think in four more years he'll be what thirty six, thirty seven, thirty seven, right? Yeah, you know who knows what the uh, you know what he'll be doing then, but. You know, it sucks because Stamkos deserves that because in, in 2014 he was hurt. He didn't get to make that roster, but um, it sucks because he's top five in, in the league in points, and um, he de- he definitely deserves that. Yeah, he's had a great season for sure, so hopefully he can uh, continue that going into the second half. Uh, yeah, Ace, she was right. There was uh, Pawcat and Perry were going at it last night. Um, Perry was cussing him out and just trash-talking him so much last night, and I don't know. I didn't see what Seti did to him, but Perry was this furious with Paquette last night. Who do you think would win in the fight between those two? I, I think Perry. You think so? Definitely. In fact, you know, I saw this this stupid comment on one of these Lightning Facebook pages the other day saying that uh, uh, Kachuk has big shoes to fill wearing the number 13 jersey. I mean, come on. Paquette, you know, he's not a bad player by any means, but um, you could in my opinion, pretty much pick and pull anyone out of Syracuse and replace them just fine. I, I don't know what she's talking about, about filling in these big shoes, but uh, yeah, I, I think Perry would destroy him. Yeah, I think so too with, with the uh, AHL guys and, and Kachuk and all that, which Kachuk has played. I can't complain about what he's done either. He's done he's done pretty well this year. And, you know, Paquet was a fourth liner just in your face is, you know, beaching to the boards guy. He wasn't going to score 20 goals. He'd be lucky to score like six or seven a year. You know, he wasn't going to get you 100 points. He's going to get you 15 or 20. Nothing too crazy. It was Kachuk or uh, Radish or Boulay or somebody like that can can do that easily. But, yeah, I don't – I mean, I miss Pocket. He was fine. He did great with us. But, you know, somebody can easily replace him, just like you said. Sure. Um. Now, Vazzy, he uh, obviously is not playing. But, um, you know, I saw people saying, like, you know, he uh, – He's the best goalie in the world, and I agree with that for sure. Because he, uh, just like last night, I think if he was in there, it would it would have been you know four to one. It would have been even close. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's it's hard to disagree with that. He's definitely a, a top three goalie. Definitely hard to argue that he's not number one. Right. Yeah. I mean, the numbers and, and the wins prove that you know exactly. So, um, you know, a lot I saw a lot of people saying that were kind of judging that you know Cooper. You know, he hasn't been in the Jack Adams conversation in the last, I don't know how many years it's been, four or five years. Nobody's even talked about him. But all of a sudden now they're starting to say, oh, Cooper's, you know, doing a great job with this team and, and this and that, which, dude, he's been killing it with us for the last, I think he's been coaching for, what, nine, ten years now? Yeah, he joined the team during the, what was it, the 11-12 season, right. I believe. They right fired after, they right fired Guy Boucher halfway through the year, I believe. Wasn't it the year after the conference finals? Yeah, okay. when they lost to Boston. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of stupid just to all of a sudden hear, oh, yeah, Cooper's you know one of the best coaches in the league. Because I saw they did a, a segment on NHL Network about, 
oh, you know, now Cooper's in the Jack Adams conversation because, you know, half his team's out and blah, 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 blah. But... I, th- I think him and Mike Sullivan this season absolutely have to be in the conversation for the Jack Adams. Uh, you look at the Penguins as well. I'm not trying to go off into Pittsburgh, but, you know, they've dealt with a whole lot of injuries this season. If Guinea Malkin hasn't even played. So uh, both teams have played well and have been very banged up and uh, have still held on and played some pretty damn good hockey. So mm-hmm. those two guys have to be in the, in oh, the yeah. conversation. 100%. I agree with you. And uh, now that Crosby's back going, I think the Penguins are looking okay. But, um, yes, Haas, for sure. The That's been the only knock on him is he's, he's got a, such a great team. But, you know, the players can, you know, be fine, but you got to have somebody to keep them in check and, and keep their minds right and, you know, put a good system around them and, uh, Cooper has definitely done that, especially with all the assistant coaches too. They they do a great job at that. And you know, we had to rely on the lawn last night, or actually the last two games, to you know set the lines and and do all that and kind of be the you know the coach for the night. And he's done he's he's done fine. So yep, uh, our coaching staff is uh you know top five in the league, if not the best in the league with uh with our system and you know and all that we do. So I think uh you know Cooper is is probably the favorite for the Jack Adams, which he should be. He should be pretty much every single year, in my opinion. I think so, too. Um, you got... Why don't we let you... You got anything in mind that you want to talk about? Um, I, I'm just impressed by how many overtime games they've gone, <laughs> if, uh, to be quite honest. It's just... It's absolutely incredible. I, uh, my girlfriend, I, I took her to uh, her first hockey game this season, and it was in the beginning of the year. And uh, every single game I've literally taken her to, I think it's been probably, I don't know, maybe four or five this season. Every single game has either been an overtime or shootout. Uh, same with the Bucks. Took her to her first Bucks game, and it was the game against the Bills. It goes to overtime. So oh, I don't, yeah. it's uh, just funny how it kind of works out like that. But it's you know, it makes for exciting hockey, for sure. You know, it, I, I was like, man, I was just happy to make it to overtime last night. I'm like, we just got a point. We're fine. I didn't think we are going to get to this point anyways, so. Um, you know, I don't think that, you know, the lightning, I mean, like they could afford to lose last night. We still have, I think we're three points ahead now of the first, um, in the league against, uh, you know, we're a friend of Carolina. So I think, I mean, it wasn't a must win game, but you know, obviously we're going to take the two points and sure. I, I would, I would have been completely fine with just one with how last night went was tying it up with, I think 16 seconds left. So, um, I, I can't complain about what the Lightning have done so far. And, uh, you know, all these overtime games have, you know, I just don't think there's there's a, hand, there's a handful of teams in this whole entire league that can ha- that has this skill that Lightning do. You know, at least we still have a bunch of skill without Kucherov in here. Yeah, no, and it's it's been very impressive what the team has been able to do given what they've been dealt, really, so far this year. So, You know, I, I kind of was like, I was so surprised that Montreal just, was was hanging in there last night because I thought, man, you know, they don't have Mike Hoffman or, or Anderson or, uh, man, they had like nine or ten guys out, especially with Carey Price. He's been out all year. And, you know, Shea Weber. I think only Petrie was there last night either. So I'm like, I was kind of surprised that they put up a fight with all their guys missing. He, what's what's going on with Carey Price again? Is it some mental health thing that he's, yeah, what is it? He's taking a leave of uh, absence? Yeah, something like that. He hasn't, I don't think he's even played all year. And, um, Shea Weber, I think he's got he got hurt in the finals last year, and he's I think he's out for the year. I don't know if he's ever going to come back. Yeah, his you know. his career might be over. Yeah, I know that's that's kind of been the talk. And you know, their number two defenseman Petrie, he he's he was out last night in COVID, and Mike Hoffman and Anderson and and all these guys were uh, were not there last night. But I was kind of surprised they actually played pretty well for not having a lot of guys in their lineup. 
Yeah. Did you see the uh, the Gallagher goaltender interference call last night? I did. The it it was it was goaltender interference, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I I definitely think so. Did you see what their coach said about it? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see any of the uh, the post game interviews. They he said you know it's only because of who's on the back. Who's it's only because of number eleven that that was called. But you can literally see her, see it clear as day that he lifted his stick up and like almost kicked the puck right in there. Right, yeah, I don't think that was questionable at all. It was definitely goaltender interference. I mean, they even challenged it, too, and and it obviously was goaltender interference, and they got a penalty from that, in which was Ross Colton scored on that on that power play, well, actually right after it. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think that goal would have happened if, if they didn't challenge it, which is fine with me. They, uh, I'm just, I'm really shocked of how, how well we're playing right now, especially with Kucherov out and all these guys out. You know, we're like I said earlier, we're twenty one, six and four and top of the league. So you can't complain. Definitely not. Um I wanna look at our, our lightning stats here of all the players. Um our guy, Corey Perry, who has fourteen points, seven goals and seven assists. Um uh, Stamco's fourteen goals, twenty two assists for thirty six points in thirty games. So he is is crushing it. Like we like we mentioned before. Um Hedman has you know, 33, 33 points in 31 games, and he's above a point a game. And Kalorn has 27 points in 31 games. So all all of our top three guys right there are almost at a point per game, and um, that's exactly what you want out of out of your, you know, your, your superstars. And Palat has 20 points. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm... My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium Premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Very pleased with our uh, our production. And, um, you know, I know we talked about this before, but in the month that we haven't done one of these before, is there anybody that's caught your eye on a, on the uh, trading deadline that we can go and grab? Uh, you know, I... I, I think I've touched uh, upon this a little bit prior um, that I think the team will end up picking up a, a right-handed shot, a right-handed defenseman. Uh, no names come to mind off the top of my head, but I definitely think that they'll add at least some depth to the blue line. What is your What is your opinion on Riley Nash so far in these first six games that he's played? I, I think he looks all right. I mean, they they claimed him off waivers, so I mean, you, you know, I, I don't know how much you can really expect him to. You know how much you can really expect out of him, but he's you know he's played well. Yeah, I mean he's been fine. He's just like a a fourth line guy like Paquette, right? You know, or uh, you know somebody like that who's just a pure defensive player that you know can lay a body on you and win some faceoffs and stuff like that, which is what we need. Um, you know, <laughs> do you wish that I don't know? Cal Foot's been playing okay now. He's he's been improved the last couple of games, but I was about to say I think he's played a little bit better as of late. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you on that. But would you like to see Schuster back in there? I mean, I like Schuster. I wouldn't mind seeing him get an opportunity. But uh, going back to Foot, he had a horrible start to the season. I think maybe not horrible, but definitely not. You know, he was the Lightning's number one prospect at one point, so there was a lot expected out of him. But you know, he's. You know, he's gotten better, so hopefully that uh, trend for him continues to tick up a little bit and we see him improve as the season goes along. I, I definitely agree. He's gotten better. Um, you know, last year was, was oh, I mean, it wasn't great. You know, right. you, you would expect better from our, you know, our number one prospect, like you said, but I remember you saying that, uh, you know, Hedman didn't have, his, have a good showing in his rookie year either. No, he didn't. I thought Hedman sucked uh, <laughs> back in 09-10. Right. But. Obviously, he's turned into one of the best defensemen in the league and Norris Trophy winner. So, yeah, I mean, you you uh, you just got to give him some time. You know, Cal is uh, you know was he twenty two, something like that. Yeah, yeah. he's twenty three, so he still has a lot of time to uh, work on his game and improve. And you know, he's only played twenty games, and he's got he's got one assist. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he, he's done okay. So he he'll definitely improve. I I have faith in him that he'll improve. He's just uh. He's got to get some time in the NHL and more experience and stuff like that. But uh, what if somebody who's, like, come alive in these last 10 games or so has been Taylor Radish? Um, he had that those nice couple goals. He had that one goal in Boston. Yep. Um, you know, what have your thoughts have been on Taylor Radish? Uh, you know, he's he's impressed me so far this season. Kind of got off to a slow start. Uh, same with Boris Kachuk. But, uh, you know, he's turned it up. You know, he's, he's turned it up lately. He's played better than he did the... Uh, the start of the year, yeah, a hundred percent. I think I think everybody started off slow, basically except for Stamkos, and you know, he's obviously at, uh, over a point a game. But yeah, um, you know, Kachuk and Radish and and even Corey Perry kind of were they weren't in a slump. They just couldn't find anything. You couldn't find the back of the net. And I don't know, first fifteen twenty games, but you know, in the last ten or, or twelve games, they've they've really come alive. Definitely, um, and that's 
a good thing to see. You want to see guys like that uh, get on the board. You know, you see the names like Stamkos, Point, Kucherov, Hedman, guys like that you expect quite a bit out of. But when those guys are going and you also have your third and fourth line, you know, players going as well, that's uh, not a good thing for the rest of the league. Now, somebody that we brought in this year, uh, you know, kind of to be that, that, I don't know, not like a Barkley Goodrow kind of guy is, is Belmar. What, uh, how is it, have, has he impressed you so far? Not really. Not, not really? Not that he necessarily has played bad, but uh, to be quite honest, I, I don't think that he's been all that noticeable either. But again, I, you know, he's not one of those guys that I expected a whole lot out of. Right. He was just supposed to be that third, fourth line guy, like, like a Goodrow who'll get you, you know, eight, nine goals a year and just went, and just can win face-offs and and kind of be that defensive presence out there and just and just bang you and and uh, well that came off wrong but you know what I mean bang right you. <laughs> right um, you know just like get in your face and be that just shit stirrer that that we kind of need and um, him and Maroon and Perry have have been a great third line combo that uh you know definitely was definitely something that we were kind of you know questioning about going into this year losing our our third line last year um you know I think that. Maroon and and Belmar and Perry have I don't know they've equally as been as good as our first two lines at, at times sure so, you know Stamkos has kind of led the way with with all that but uh um you know I can't complain about what those three guys have done especially the last you know handful of games because you know Perry's been killing it now he's you know seventh on our team in points with fourteen and um, Maroon has six goals and Belmar has three you know so they've been all they've all been playing well. Obviously, Perry's impressed me the most out of that line. You think so? Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of surprised Maroon is, he's not doing bad either. He's got six goals and four assists, so it's kind of better than I thought he'd be doing because, you know, surprisingly, I think he scored 26 or seven goals when he was with Edmonton, you know, back in the day. But, yeah. you know, I don't I don't think he'll ever get back to that point. But Probably you know, if not. Can, if he can get his 15, I'd take that all day. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of thought Perry would would get better, you know, get a better start, but he's been like you said, he's been really impressive. Probably the most impressive player this year and um also another guy who had to carry carry kind of carry the load a little bit when Poyne and Skutroff were out was was Anthony Sorelli. He's got a uh, you know, in in 28 games he has 9 goals, 9 assists for 18 points and you know, he I like Sorelli a lot. He's that, you know, he's that second line center that we definitely need and um you know, what do you think about Sorelli? He's he's had a pretty decent year this year. He has, and I think he's highly underrated. I feel like a lot of guys, a lot of analysts around the league aren't aren't talking about him. Even a lot of fans aren't really looking at him. But uh, you know, he's a key part of the team. I think he's underrated. I I think he does a lot, and it doesn't necessarily get a whole lot of recognition. So no, I mean, he's a very good two way two way forward. He's a key part of this team, no doubt. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I kind of we kind of mentioned. I think it was the last one that. You know, Pollock wasn't you know a guy that could win you the cup, or you know he he's a a top six forward, but I don't think he he's like a make or break. But I kind of think Sorelli is starting to creep up on that on that list of being like our top five key our key players on our team. I'd agree with that a hundred percent because you know I think he was third or fourth last year in the Selkie in the Selkie conversation for uh, best of, best defensive forward, and um, I don't see why not. He's not in that conversation this year. Yeah, no, and he absolutely deserves it. Like I said, he doesn't get talked about as much as he should. Um, you know what? Uh, there's uh, one of my favorite players on this team is Ryan McDonough, and I think he's another underrated guy. You know, he's uh, what is he, thirty three, thirty four years old? 
34, I believe. Yeah, so, I mean, he's he's getting up there in age, but that guy is a veteran, and he is a leader, and he is uh, kind of, like, if Hedman wasn't on our team, I think he'd be uh, way more recognized. Yeah, no, and he'd, he'd be our best defensive player at that point, I I would assume, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Sergeyev is a pure defensive player. I think he's more of a two-way guy, but I think McDonough is strictly defense. Yeah, he's more of an at-home guy and former captain and had a great playoffs last year, too, and a great finals. I think that he was definitely a key part as to why they won it last year. Oh, yeah, I agree, especially with that uh, that game one past a point against the Panthers when Point buried that backhander against uh, Bobrovsky in game one to win the game with like less than a minute left. That was uh, that was a great play by by McDonough, and it was kind of came up clutch, not clutch, but he has some really good moments the last two playoffs, especially with that pass to point, and then that one pass to Kucherov against the Islanders with like six seconds left when Kuch buried that one timer, um, is like game three or four. Yep. So uh, McDonough is a very underrated guy, and one of my favorites as well. And um, you know what? What have you? I don't. I'm not, I'm not big on on Joseph, but you know. What are your What's your opinion on Joseph? He's been okay. He's nothing. There. Uh, what's the people behind uh, on the? Are your uh, your tickets the people behind you that sit behind you? Uh, their names are Daryl and Tracy. They, so on the odd chance that they're listening, what's going on, guys? They <laughs> we were they were obviously uh, behind us last night, and uh, <laughs> whenever Joseph he had like two breakaways, and I think Daryl was like, "That is Mister Speed and no skill." So <laughs> you weren't going to try to say that in a British accent. No, I I can't do that. But um, that was kind of funny. I was kind of laughing when he said that, but because it kind of is right. He's had like twenty breakaways this year. And I don't think he's even scored on one of them. Yeah, no, he's had an okay season. He's had some pretty good moments. But uh, going back, Daryl and Tracy though, I, they're uh, they're fun to sit in front of for sure. They're uh, they're pretty funny. Oh yeah, she gets riled up. She was screaming her head off last night. Any for let's sure. go Brandon chance last no, night from her? No, no, nothing like that. Um, I but she was definitely screaming though she was going crazy, um. So, Chernak, I I think he is our best right-handed defenseman. Um, I, I mean Ruda's okay, but I think uh, once we get Chernak back, he'll uh, he'll be that that guy we need because as you look at our right side, we have Bogosian who's solid, Ruda's solid, but Chernak is is the best of those three. Yeah, no, no, no question about it. How long has he been out now? He's only played 15 games, so he's been out, you know, about 15, 16 games. But I, he's been out for, uh, I don't know, a little over a month or two, I think. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've seen him out there. I, uh, I don't know. I wish he, he he's definitely our best our best right handed defenseman. But what was your? I know you didn't get to see a lot of the game last night, but uh, how uh, how what was your opinion on Sean Day? Did you see much of him last night? I saw that he made his NHL debut. It was his NHL debut, right? Yes. Yes. Um I ended up watching the replay last night. So obviously I didn't I didn't see much of him, but uh, I can't imagine he he had too many minutes. He was probably playing what was he on the fourth line last night? Yeah, he was on the bottom pair with uh with foot. I mean, he only played 6 minutes and 42 seconds. So he didn't get a whole lot of ice time, but how do you think he looked? He was okay. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to judge too much of him because obviously it's your first game and, right. um, you know, you're a young guy who's, who's trying to make an name of yourself and try to get those minutes, but I can't complain about what he did. He didn't do anything wrong that I saw. So kind of hard to judge a guy and only being out in the ice for six minutes. I too, know, so. right. And, and, uh, maybe we'll get a chance to see a bigger, uh, bigger sample sizing of him 
later on in the season. Yeah, and you know, him and Foot didn't play a whole lot, but you know, with both of them, I, I can't complain about what they did. But um, there's a guy that hasn't played even at all this year. Do you know who that is? Who would that be? Jamel Smith. Yeah, Jamel Smith hasn't played. He had, uh, you know, he got some chances last year, but uh, that's right, he hasn't played this year. Yeah, he's been hurt all year. And uh, what's what's your thoughts on him? He, you know, he's he could be on that fourth line. I mean, he he's been okay when he's when he's had the shot. Yeah, I know. Last year, the one thing that they were talking about, well, what was it, the first black line in NHL yeah. history or something like that? And I think that probably got more recognition than their their play did. But uh, yeah, to be quite honest, I. I totally forgot about him going into this year. I did too. And uh, that's another depth guy that we'll have too, hopefully by the playoffs, that we can plug in there just like we have Boulay sitting in, in Syracuse. But I saw that Syracuse had like a, a big COVID outbreak, so I don't really know much about that. But do you? I don't either. Yeah, I saw they had a lot of guys in COVID, and that's probably why Boulay wasn't, hasn't been in the last, you know, wasn't in last night or nothing like that. But, uh, you know, an, a guy that, I didn't haven't really seen a whole lot of that has been okay is is Clayson. What do you uh do you like him at all? Uh I think he's all right. I think he, again he's one of those depth guys. I I think I don't think he's going to take a permanent spot on the team, but No. Do you uh <laughs> Do you think Stamkos hits 100 points this year? Do you think he passes St. Louis? I don't or, think uh, I don't think he hits 100 points this year. I uh, and he's never hit 100 points in his career. No, the, the closest he got was 98 in the 2018-19 season and Everyone had a great year that year, and that was the year that they were supposed to win the cup and ended yep. up getting swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. So yep. I, I guess we'll see. I, I would say no, but uh, I think he finishes off the year with, I don't know, maybe 80, 85 points is my prediction. Yeah, I mean, we definitely take that all day. And I, I saw. A, I think uh, he would too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw a thing today saying that I think Stamkos is 50-something points away from uh, – from passing Marty St. Louis for most points and for the Tampa Bay Lightning history, do you think he, uh, I mean, obviously I think. He's going to at some point. Yeah, do you think he gets that this year? He has 36 right now, so if you say he's getting 80-85, that's kind of cutting it close. Do you think he'll get that? Yeah, if he, I mean, obviously if he doesn't get it this season, he'll get it next year, but, and he's creeping up on 500 goals as well. Yep, yep. He, and his thousandth game. Yeah, and he's, he's over 900 points now, so I think he's at 903, so he's, uh, He's got a lot of records that are coming his way, and he. Oh, I'm sorry, not thousandth game. I meant a uh, thousandth point. I don't know how close he is to that, but for games, was it? Ga- I, I don't know. I'm all I'm all lost here. It was either a thousand points or a thousand games. That yeah, he just hit nine hundred. Nine hundred points. Okay, so he's he's creeping up on that. Yeah, so I think uh, my damn computer locked up. But yeah, he. Uh, I think he's actually. I'll just pull up on my phone. I'll tell you how many games he exactly has, which. Um, I think it's right around 900 or so, but Stamkos, he, uh, I'm so glad to see him healthy and back going again. Cause he's, uh, I saw a lot of people saying, even my dad was saying last year, Oh, we don't need him. We can trade him away. We'll save 9 million a year. A lot and, of people talk, you know, a lot of people talk trash about Stammer and, uh, his health, but you know, maybe you got to start saying the same thing about Kucherov, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Stamkos played 890 or 871 games with 902 points. So, yeah, I mean, he's he's creeping up on on those lists. But, um, I mean, yeah, you can kind of say the same thing for Kucherov too. I mean, he's only played he played two or three games this year, and um, you know, I I just laugh at all the people though that say, oh, Stamkos isn't, you know, he's he's slowing down and blah blah blah. But obviously, he's been the best player on their team this year. Oh, yeah. So, 
Yeah, like I remember when we won the cup against Dallas um, in the bubble. They're like, oh, yeah, we could trade him away after this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, we, no, you can't. You can't. You can't trade him away. He's, I definitely didn't think that that would happen. No. But. I mean, my dad was telling me, oh, we could trade him away. But I'm like, no, there's no way. I mean, yeah, we got, we, I mean, I think we kind of got lucky a little bit because I don't think we will. We, there was no way we were going to win the cup last year without Stamkos. No. I don't think, you know, because we needed on the power play, you need that that guy over there with, you know, that one-timer ability that can, you know, kind of keep the defense guessing about what's what's going to happen. Yep. Um, and he brings that to the table. He brings his shot is, I don't know, one of the best ever. He's right there with Ovechkin, I think. And he's still a hell of a skater, too. He's still fast. Oh, yeah, so. he's, he's definitely picked up this year. He looks a lot faster, a lot quicker this year. Um, now, I, I just mentioned Ovechkin. Who do you think has the best one-timer, him or Ovechkin? I would say Ovechkin, but, uh, you know, Stammer's probably not, you know, too far off. I think Stamkos has, like, the better accuracy, but I think Ovechkin has that power. I mean, I think Ovi is just the greatest goal scorer we've ever seen in the history of the NHL. I mean, he's, you know, you can argue whether he's going to pass Gretzky's goal record or not, but regardless, I think in the era that he's playing in, uh, I think that he's, I still think that he's the greatest, whether he breaks Gretzky's record or not, in terms of goal scoring. Right, right. I mean, do you think he will? Do you think he'll pass Gretzky? I think he's got a chance. We'll see. Um, who do you think has a better career, Sid or, or Ovi? Um... Probably, I think probably Crosby. I think Ovechkin's definitely the better goal scorer. There's no, there's no question about that. I think, right. I think Sid's a better two-way player. Uh, and I know, obviously, you, you can't necessarily look at cups because it's a team sport. But right. obviously, Sid's a big part of that, and they don't win those three cups without him. You know, Sid's been to four cups, won three of them. Ovi's been to one so far. Yep, so, one for one. Yep. Uh, I think Sid's a better overall player. Or all-around player, I should say, but uh, Ovi's definitely the better goal scorer. And, he, and Sid has that uh, that game-winning Team Canada goal too. Yeah, he's got those back. gold medals too. Yep, yep. and uh, that's probably the most one of the most iconic goals in, in hockey history, in my opinion. That, definitely, uh, at least in modern, uh, yeah, the modern era of the Olympics for sure. You know, I, I wasn't. I mean, I was around for that, but I don't. I wasn't old enough to watch it. I, I don't remember anything like that at all. But did, were you watching that? Yeah, game? Yeah, I, I watched the game. I was back in uh, what was that twenty ten? Yeah, yep. The golden goal. Oh god, yep. That was uh, I watched that all the time because one of my uh, one of my favorite players not on the Lightning is, is Zach Parise. So uh, I watch his uh, game tying goal with less than twenty seconds left all the time because that's just like that's also a legendary goal in my mind because you know for for us USA guys that uh, you know we thought. You know, we kind of thought that Parise tying that goal could lead to some some momentum for the for for uh, Team USA in that game, but obviously Sid had other had other uh, other plans. But uh, yep. So, do you think uh, you know if the if the uh, Olympics happened this year that that point would have made it for Team Canada? I I think he he definitely had to have had a look. I know that they said that Sid would have been the captain of Team Canada. Right. I know that that was uh, who who's picking the team this year. Um. I don't know. I think I think Cooper had a lot to do with that. I know that they said that they had about what was it seventy percent of the roster already picked. Yeah. So you know, I, Point definitely has to be one of the guys that you consider to be on the team, and I think he deserves it. He's had a great year so far, um, regardless of you know being out for a bit. And you know, you can make the the argument of well, you know, he's he's missed you know fifteen twenty games now, and the stats aren't there in this and that. But obviously, if you watch last night's game, you know that he's a he's a productive player in almost basically a superstar in this league. Yeah, I mean, not too many guys can miss, you know, almost 15 games, come back, pick up two goals and an assist. So that's pretty impressive, I think. 
you know, when you look at his playoffs the last two years, he's uh he's been him and Kucherov have been the star of 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 our team the last two playoffs. I think points scored in double digits. Yep. You know, both years, and you know, I don't think you know we we win the cup without point scoring all those goals and being that key player for us. Yeah, no, I agree. I, it, in the 2019-20 season, when Hedman won the Conn Smythe, I think that, uh, you know, I, I believe that they said that was the closest Conn Smythe voting that there had ever been uh, between him and Point winning it. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, Hedy obviously had a uh, had an amazing playoffs and finals, but, you know, I, I think Point, in my opinion at least, deserved it a little bit more. Right. I mean, you could also argue that Kucherov, because he, he led the team in points that year in the playoffs, and and also Vazzy, you know, all four of those guys easily could have yeah. been been in that in that conversation. That was Especially another last toss year up too. for sure. Especially last year too. Um, yeah. So I, uh, you know, I think that uh, I don't know. I think that uh, um, the Lightning are uh, are are just fine this year. They'll they'll be fine. Um. Once we get all of our reinforcements back, we'll be fine. But uh, watch them play like shit. Once we start to get everyone, yeah, back. I know we'll, we'll lose like twenty in a row. Or something <laughs> yeah, right. Stupid. Maybe not that, but uh, they found a way this season for sure, and uh, hopefully that continues. Do you think that? Uh, is there somebody that you miss on our team that thinks that you think that could make like a bigger impact right now, like uh, Johnson or Yanni or somebody like that? Well, I would say Johnson. Maybe if it was. 2014 yeah uh i would say probably yanni i mean really that that third line last year i mean you know the third lines played well this year for tampa it's it's exceeded my expectations i think for what i had going into the year but obviously you miss coleman and gaudreau and and gord on that on that third line no doubt and definitely savard who's you know we could definitely you know wouldn't mind having again right now and i mean savard looked like shit when they first when he first came onto the team but he he you know he amped it up for the playoffs for sure, and he, you know, he was he was a key part of that team and key part of them winning too towards the uh, towards the end there. You know, and, and Luke Shannon was another guy that we got rid of this year who was, you know, he played fine I thought. Yep. And uh, you know, going back a couple of years ago, you know, we got rid of JT Miller, which whenever he's been in Vancouver now, he's been absolutely killing it. Yep. He's I think he's top ten in points in the league, and he. Uh, He's another guy that I wish we kind of could have kept and found a way to keep him. Because yeah, he's, uh, I, I agree. He's uh, killing it right now in Vancouver, which good for him. Um, he's uh, he's he's really really stepped it up, and uh, you know is I always I know I kind of mention this to you every time we're at the game together, but I don't think there's a better national anthem singer that I've heard than Sonia. Yeah, no, she's she's got to be one of the best for sure. Um, I don't know how long she's been doing it, but. Uh, I know she's been doing it at least since 2014. I I can't tell you prior to that. That's just when I I remember no, really noticing her. I think uh, I think she's been doing it for like nine or ten years. But man, she's she's one of the best. And whenever they have like those theme nights and they have somebody else do it or something like that, I always get sad. I tell Ace, man, Sony's not singing. This kind of sucks. Cause she's she's in my mind all the best in my opinion that I've seen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I had someone tell me yesterday, I, it's, it was kind of funny. You know how she always wears that blue sparkle lipstick? Oh, yeah, she someone, has sparkles everywhere. Right. Someone told uh, told me the other day that it looks like that uh, it looks like she blew a Smurf. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> but with that being said, one of the best national anthem uh, singers in the league, no doubt. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, you got anything else that you want to talk about? We've pretty much rolled through all of the uh, the notes that I had written down on my phone. Yeah. Um, 
we've gone uh, 51 minutes now, so I think we've uh, we've done pretty good. So we'll uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. This is episode three, so uh, we'll try to get episode four knocked out here within the next week or two. Yep. Um, so it's uh, have a happy new year, guys. Hopefully uh, everything goes well for everybody, and uh, we will catch you next time on the Bolts Breakout. See you guys.